This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Repeat, this is a test of the emergency podcast system. Disaster Girls is an unironic excavation of disaster movies with profiles as high as the tallest volcano and as low as the Marianas Trench. In order to ensure your safety and enjoyment, please remain calm and keep your ears locked on your hosts, myself, Jordan Gruciola, and me, Amanda Smith. Welcome back, Disaster Fiends, to Disaster Girls, uh, the podcast about all of your catastrophic... Animal, animal, gone mad. Yeah, earth turning on you shenanigans on screen. And today, we are going to be examining... Uh, I think a film that I would say is sweeping the nation almost. Uh, yeah, sweeping the nation like a, a like an alligator cutting through the wake of an alligator cutting through a flood. Yep. Um, by the way, that's Jordan. Oh gosh. <laughs> hi. Yeah. Hi. This is Jordan. And I'm Amanda. Shola. Yes. Hello. Uh, but yeah, cu- sweeping the nation, mm-hmm. a an alligator apocalypse in crawl yeah amanda tell us a bit about what crawl is about crawl is a movie about um <laughs> crawl is a movie about movies <laughs> crawl is a movie about um a category five hurricane hitting florida and one father and daughters attempt to escape the crawl space beneath their house before it floods um which would be a lot easier to do if not for the fact that their crawl space is also filled with alligators yes and then the rest of their neighborhood is filled with alligators. Yep. There's alligators everywhere. It's a movie about alligators and it's amazing. In a in a like a record breaking hurricane. Yeah. In in a category 5 hurricane. Yeah. Which could have also they could measure the hurricanes now based on number of alligators. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because I don't know what the actual population of alligators in Florida is, mm-hmm. but it definitely has to be lower than the density of alligators in this neighborhood. (laughs) Although they did explain that immediately with the shot of the alligator farm. They did, yeah. 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 So, you know, there was the alligator farm, but also my understanding now of Florida, having only been there once, (laughs) is that you have about 14 alligators per square foot. Yeah. 14 alligators, perhaps per person. Yeah. (laughs) It is. There's a 14 to 1 ratio. Per capita. It's it's like how in Scotland they have like 70 sheep for every human. (laughs) In Florida. Um, And when a hurricane hits... That's when they're unleashed. Yeah, then when the levees break. Um, mm-hmm. And an interesting note um, directorially about Crawl is that it comes from French filmmaker Alexandre Aja. Um, apologies if that is incorrectly pronounced, Mr. Aja, uh, who has a, a wonderful history in the sort of disaster creature space because he directed Piranha 3D. Oh, he did. He, he was did. Piranha 3D? He was Piranha <gasps> 3D, which is it's a great creature feature. Yeah. Like, it's a great time. Shouts out to Jerry O'Connell for that amazing shitbag performance as basically the girls gone wild founder (laughs) um and then he also uh back in the aughts Mm -hmm. is a pioneering director in the new french extremity wave of horror cinema that doesn't sound pleasant no it's it was a it was a sort of push of uh ultra violence ultra stylized violence that happened for a run in the early 2000s i think High Tension, his his first film in that wave came out in 2003, and that was one of the, the first efforts of that. Uh, other movies maybe you've heard of could have been Them or Martyrs or Inside. Uh, he didn't direct... Well, that's, the one with the, that's the one with the imaginary clown. Inside? No. It's not the one with the imaginary inside, clown inside the girl's brain? Inside and In all the emotions? About... That might be Channel Zero that you're talking about. No, no, no. And they like... It, bing Bong. Bing that's Bong the Clown. Inside Out. 
No, inside, I think it was inside. Inside <laughs> is about a woman who is scheduled to have a C-section one morning. She's been widowed after a car. She's a widow after a car accident. She's pregnant. She's going to have a C-section in the morning, but she has to live to make it to the morning because a woman is trying to break into her house and cut the baby out of her body. Oh no! With a pair of scissors. That's that's horrifying. That is different. Um, so yeah, that's the background. He also he also directed one of two movies that I've ever had to and. You know, if you're a, a man listening and you think I'm a dilettante with horror, you're wrong. And I'm also, <laughs> in fact, very well studied in this. Uh, so I know what I'm talking about. He made uh, the remake from the 2000s remake when we made Things Extremely Violent of The Hills Have Eyes, which has perhaps the most punishing 20 minutes, first 20 minutes of a horror movie I've ever watched and had to stop it after that 20 minutes and decide like whether or not I could go on. Um, and that's... That's only happened to me twice, and I've I've watched some horrifying shit. Um, so yeah, that's it's, the, which is surprising given that this movie as as many moments as there are mm-hmm. of like body horror. Yeah, there's not. It's not a bloody movie. It's not a. You're not like exposed to all of the lost limbs. You're not watching the alligators like break the guy apart. Like it's no, it's fairly it, bloodless. He of that set of filmmakers, um, uh, Gaspar Noé is another one with like Irreversible and I Stand Alone. Of that set of filmmakers from that that era in France, I think Aja is actually the one that, besides Noé, really, uh, Aja is the one who impresses me most because he seems so dynamic and he has a really great sense of fun. Yeah. And Sam Raimi produced this uh, through Ghost House Pictures, and he made he also made Aja also made Horns, oh, okay. um, with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Uh, so he he has a great genre blending kind of goofball sensibility when he wants to, and I'm glad that he can kind of pull back on the, the cruelty and the meanness and just sort of shed an almost family-friendly light yeah. on, on, as you said, body horror. So that's that's my digression. That was really about, interesting, about actually. Aja so thank you for this. Yeah, I think it, I think it I think it informs. It gives a little texture. Yeah, I would have had absolutely <clears throat> no context for that, especially given that it, like I said, it's not particularly like there. It's brutal in the sense of yeah. you're just watching these people slowly be just drowned, dissected, or, yeah. by, or what, uh, what's it called when you disembody disemboweled, not disemboweled. That's dissected. Uh, you just keep going with the words. Dissected. Um, uh, when you dismembered, dismembered. Hey, yeah, there thank we you, go. Jason. That's oh, the word I was welcome. looking for. Like watching them slowly be dismembered. But I really enjoyed your going down the litany of different ways <laughs> that you could be just taken apart on the body. That horror movie background. Oh yeah, that just came right. The horror movie and or uh, serial killer background just came right on through. Jumped out, yeah, <laughs> as they say on the, on social media. Um, so should we just kind of get right into the meat of things now? Yeah. That we've Let's get that, that, yeah. that's digging into the reality index yeah. of Crawl, which a taught, I believe, 87 minutes. Oh my God. It's so minute thriller. It's, it feels very short, but also as it goes on, you just keep being like, I think at one point when we watched the movie in theaters, I did turn to you and I said explicitly, like, the, the these people don't deserve to live, <laughs> yeah. and this dog absolutely does. Yes. You did, yeah, you because like there's a certain point where you're just like more, yeah, <laughs> more bad choices, really, yeah, which is like actually very human. Like as I watched, mm. I was like, yeah, these these people would make these choices. Mm-hmm. They just wouldn't survive these choices in real life. Yes, is I think like the moral of the story. <clears throat> 
And our uh, main two stars, of course, as we go into discussing this, uh, the father played by Barry Pepper. Barry. Nice to see you. Hey, shouts out to Barry Pepper. Yeah, Barry B. Peps. <laughs> and uh, someone who I will ride for, Kaya Scodelario. She was great in this. Yeah, who, you know, if you if you uh, got into British Skins, she's Effie. She was um, Nicholas Holt's younger sister's character. Oh my God, she was. Of Nicholas Holt's, um, younger sister of Nicholas Holt's character, Tony. Um, and then she popped back up again most high-profilely in uh, the Maze Runner franchise, eh. where she, you know, could have been given more to do. Eh. So it was really nice to see her. Was she the chosen one? They never are. The women never are the no, chosen ones. No, no. So, she yeah. was, in fact, a sacrifice. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the reality index. But most importantly, though, has she ever played a swimmer before? Not to my knowledge. Did she play one convincingly in this movie? I bought it enough i i mean she's the only she's the only she's the only um competitive swimmer i've ever seen who swims in full earrings um and jewelry maybe that's why she lost that's i think why she lost too much drag yeah that's i was watching i'm like "Mm, (laughs) if you'd taken out your earrings maybe you would have swum a little faster (laughs) maybe if you took this sport seriously yeah to take off your jewelry she's not you're not serena williams all right you can't come out here with all the the baubles and expect to win But yeah, the uh, like I think that the the definitely one of the things that from the minute it started and I was like, oh, she's definitely going to drive straight into a hurricane and her father chose not to evacuate. (laughs) You know what? I actually completely there was no moment in in, in that first 20 minutes. I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm questioning this. I was like, yeah, no, that's. 20-year-old would absolutely drive straight into the heart of a hurricane, thinking yeah. that's the right choice after being goaded into it by her sister. My dad would absolutely not have left. Yeah, no, dad My refusing. Dad absolutely, and in fact, would have put himself in the most perilous situation. Your father would be in the crawl space. Yeah, where, where a house could collapse on yeah. him if it became the structural integrity failed. Yeah. Definitely would have done that, my dad. After apparently in this movie, drinking. <laughs> because they just kept casually lying around that there were just like these half empty bottles of yeah. alcohol. The one thing I was like, I. I was like, why would you leave your dog alone? That's yeah. so wrong. Yeah. Because it kind of seems like he was planning to just die in the crawl space. <laughs> like, regardless of the alligators, there was definitely a vibe from everything yeah, about this. suicide plan? I honestly, like, when she first... When, Haley. When, I believe her name is her, Haley. Well, yeah, it is. When Haley first... Um, I never bother to learn the characters' main like names. It's yeah. just a consistent... It's regardless of how good the movie is, yeah. I do not bother. It's just a weird... <laughs> It's like how I can't remember the we'll differences get in, between yeah, actors. Say, we'll get into your face blindness yeah, at some point. I just am like the main one and then the other main one. Yeah. Um, yeah, like when as she was like walking through her dad's house and then through the original house, yeah. the whole time I was like, man, if I were her, I would not be stopping to look and like reminisce at old photos mm-hmm. because the whole time I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to find my dad hanging from a belt. Okay. Like as I was watching it, that was like, that is, <laughs> if I were her, uh-huh. that is the brain, the thought that I would have the whole time is like, wow, my dad. Even in the midst of the storm context, it wouldn't have been like, the storm's probably the danger here. It would have been suicide. Oh yeah. It would have been like, oh, I'm going to find my dad's decomposing body and right. then also then have to get it out during a hurricane. Like that would have been... <laughs> If in given the context clues uh-huh. that she was given in that opening, yeah. in those opening 20 minutes or whatever, I was like, that's, oof, we're <laughs> about to watch some dark. Um, and I, I mean, I knew it was about a dad and his daughter, yeah. but I still was like, does she, does she rescue him from a suicide <laughs> attempt involving an alligator? Like something has, it has to involve a suicide attempt. And as, as far as reality goes, like you said, after being like goaded to go rescue yeah. dad, like that, that these sisters would have had a fight on the phone in the middle of a f- 
evacuate the entire peninsula sized hurricane yeah they would have absolutely definitely gotten into a fight about who left who about oh, like yeah about, who was about who you know you, well, mom you had left. to be happy and yeah like, mom yeah. had to be well you left and i'm here you know picking up the pieces so like that would definitely happen yeah there would not be like a well there are bigger things at foot no uh, foot there here. was there was nothing bigger than than sister drama yeah it no was, me and yeah. my sister would have had that fight yeah no, that I I don't have a sister. I have a brother, and so we just wouldn't relate on those terms because <laughs> yeah. that's just not what you do with brothers. Yeah. But uh, having seen enough sisters at this point, <laughs> sister um, observer Amanda yeah. Smith. <laughs> I sort of it's like a Jane Goodall sort of thing. <laughs> I just disguise myself as a sister and then like crouch in the wild and watch as two sisters bicker with each other about uh-huh. something that is not anybody's fault. Uh-huh. But yeah, I definitely believed that. The only thing I didn't believe was that like she would go off road and that they wouldn't immediately that the, that they the made cops no were effort. like, they're, Oh shit. Oh, she's, <laughs> there she goes. she's going like that. No, they well, would have made this, more of an effort. And this gets to something I was bringing up to you before, which do we think that as a Floridian, do you charge into these dangerous circumstances? Because like you've been through this before and it like you, you know, it's not that big a deal or, you know, you can handle it because you're from Florida. Like, does it make it more believable that they would go into it? Yeah. Or, or would the Floridian have been like, no, I absolutely wouldn't have gone into the danger in real life because I get the severity of the situation. Um, I think that it depends on the Floridian. Um, Florida man. Yeah. Like Florida that's man a, would like, have gone into it. This is definitely a Florida man dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so yeah. therefore I feel like, she also probably has a little bit of Florida man to her as well, yeah. where she would probably be like, oh, stupid hurricane. Like, it's probably not like she didn't even know that a hurricane was coming. Remember, her sister yeah. was like, uh, did you know about that category five hurricane on the way? Which like, she, we know that that to me was was what was funny about this was how surprising the hurricane was. Yeah, because we know about hurricanes For making weeks. approaching landfall so far in advance. Yeah, I would the whole time I was like, did none of them just like walk into a room and have msnbc playing ever like do they never go into waiting rooms or airport lobbies or gyms because <laughs> if you go to any of those places you see the news which has a constant stream of like yeah we're 74 hours out from hurricane bobby hitting <laughs> land and you're like come on well, guys. And, and i i never having been in florida yeah or listened to the radio in florida i would like to believe that given the storm infrastructure and like awareness systems there that on the radio they're making people who listen as Haley does, aware yeah. of what's going to happen. But the least millennial thing about her, she still listens to the radio. She wasn't, she was listening to podcasts initially, I think. And, and then she was listening to radio with that great and radio thank announcer. God for that radio. <laughs> <laughs> Be with the man gravely, sh- gravely just growling about like, <laughs> it was- save your family. <laughs> I know when Batman came on the radio. (laughs) That was when I knew this movie was gonna work. Yeah, like save yourself, save your families. (laughs) Like this is still the radio. You guys do do this a lot. You know, there was some producer there being like. I love the idea though that it was like it was normal. Yeah, like a normal or do broadcast. They were like really sell the drama yeah. on the next take. Like really impress upon these listeners yeah, that, how like, important this is. Yeah, and not yeah. just like get you know get to safety everybody, but like help your family. <laughs> Do this for your family. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I love that as Kaylee is driving and she's hearing this growling happening yeah. through the radio of like God save us all. <laughs> yeah, and she there's totally not a single moment where she's like what? <laughs> Where she even, or that, that she even reacts, kook. yeah, or that she even reacts as like that's intense, <laughs> yeah. which like 
would be in character for her and also like suggest that she doesn't understand the mag like the magnitude of the event but also i mean yeah he was just like it was the it was this like hindenburg narration (laughs) style was amazing i can't wait to hear him talk about all the alligators yeah like he could have fully away from (laughs) alligator farms he could have totally done like in a world (laughs) (laughs) where alligators roam the landscape He that he could have pulled that off. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. So the the which the abundance like the abundance of alligators was truly something. <laughs> yeah, like, they'd all been they'd waiting for their moment. They, and I buy in. Yeah, sure that they'd been plotting this. Yeah, like I I yeah I'm gonna commit to like pr- I'm gonna commit to premeditation <laughs> because all the shit that like we we put nature through and like the red like the red tide thing that I yeah. think happens on like the Gulf Coast like that's that's like killing I think that's what's part of what's killing like the the everything off the shores of Florida like a, a huge voting issue yeah like they're getting together in alligator yeah. cabals <laughs> and they're saying like when the levees break we're taking to the time, fucking streets <laughs> We're going to eat them all alive. And they really, I, yeah. I mean, and it's not just Why like, they're, wouldn't they? it's not just like they're like, Oh, casually accidentally. I stumble out. Like when it, when the, when the alligator attacked, presumably Barry pepper in the crawl space like yeah. that, I get it because, um, we should have probably at the top of this been like, there's spoiler warnings, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, like I understand that at the top, like when that one presumably attacked him in the crawl space in the begin before the movie begins, like yeah, because it's like maybe guarding its nest. Yeah, get that, get that a hundred percent. But when they're just like when the alligator's like, oh, here's a boat, I'm gonna eat the people in the boat. Yeah, for the ATM. Yeah, <laughs> who are stealing an ATM? Yeah, like one of two things: either they're vigilantes. <laughs> <laughs> or alligators um, are trying to then take the money so that they can fund their overthrow <laughs> of humanity. Those are the only two options as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Um, I did love how they kept managing to find new ways to bring alligators into the situation. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, I liked the... and and the. I liked that. I guess it would have been the alligator was caught on a like a on swing, the swing set. set. Yeah. yeah, we are teased with the appearance of an alligator because it is sub, like there's a half submerged swing set, mm-hmm. and something keeps tugging, tugging, tugging at a swing, and I guess it, it's stuck. Yeah, like I guess that's what's happening. Decoy alligator, right? Yeah, or it, it's like they're part like of the plan. The ra- they're the raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah, like this is how they hunt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was no, that was great, and then and just like the alligator lunging upward to get the guy to get. Uh, the guy from yeah I think Dwayne, one alligator Dwayne one alligator threw him and then another alligator caught him didn't he no when, that, when when Dwayne's like that was the that one that did happen at yeah. one point yeah. yes but when sh- when when he's there with sugar oh yeah at the top of the stairs sugar is the dog sugar is the dog <laughs> <laughs> she remembers the dog's name yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only one that matters so when he's up there with sugar and then he's like looking down and yeah. she's like Dwayne get away yeah. and then the alligator climbs the stairs yeah. or lunge sh- I would like to imagine up. was Rick like was on top of the other alligator's tail and that alligator then swung him upward catapulted yeah him. yeah I would like to think that's how that happened um to grab him yeah it's uh Wayne by the way is it Wayne 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 Dwayne he seems like a Dwayne <laughs> I don't know thank you um so yeah when like there were just so many good alligator unexpected alligator moments and and totally alligator real. in the bathtub alligator in the bathtub i mean really i get like 
I I I believe I want to believe I want to yeah. believe that Haley's grit and and would come through in this way. But like when she's in a bathtub and she dares an alligator to come at her, come at her by saying, "Come on, come at," or like, "Come on, you son of a bitch." Yeah. Like, yes, you just called an alligator a son of a bitch and dared him to chase you into a tub where he was unable to break out of a sliding glass door. Yeah, well, they can't use their thumbs. <laughs> he, he couldn't shatter the glass with nope. his pure muscle tail. Nope. He was stuck. No, they... <laughs> well, he was. He got in there and he realized how comfortable a bath is. He's like, wow, I've been in the water all this time, but I could have been taking a bath. <laughs> I will say, the, the come on, you son of a bitch, I, I do think she said that, and what's great about that is it is almost... I don't know if it's an intentional or not throwback to in Jaws. When... He oh. said when when Brody says smile, you son of a bitch, and then blows him up. I would not rule that out. I mean, I'm As assuming... somebody who made Piranha and this and working yeah. with Raimi, there is an awareness there of the the lineage. I mean, my I, I just think that in all cases, this if faced with some sort of dangerous creature, mm-hmm. what you must do is call it a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's just it's a the nice, rule. It's a very, it's a throwbacky kind of insult. Like yeah. you feel like, like you would have heard that in, in you, you know, somebody would have shouted that with disdain in a seventies film. Yeah. It's a Clint, it's a Clint Eastwood message. Exactly. Well, it, so it's a did hard ass it. thing to say. He did shout it with disdain in a seventies film. Yes. Jaws. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it's got a good, like it's kind yeah, of, it's almost growl chased. it out. It's kind of chased almost yeah. by comparison with insults. Now, it's very unshowy. Yeah. It's, it's not just, it's not the like It's like a dad insult. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so when she And you know, she's she's Barry Pepper's daughter in this. So, so. he absolutely called like many he called some faucets a son of a bitch. <laughs> my dad once called my dad was once balancing the checkbook and started getting angry at flies and called them. He just, I, I'm watching TV and I just hear from the other side of the room, you fucking shit, shit, <laughs> shit asses. Not an accurate description of flies either though. I, was, I looked back, I was like, what? And he was like, oh, I'm balancing the checkbook. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what? So yeah, like that's yeah. that that's a my dad who yeah. would have ended up in the crawl space. Yeah, like, your dad, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, which like when he was in the crawl space, the wounds that they have sustained throughout yeah. the crawl space was really dad. His dad takes a like, like bite to the the leg, it, like bone. Well, he broke his leg in from hitting it on a pipe. Right. Was that when he was being flung around? I think in the beginning, like before he got the injury. So the thing bit him in the shoulder right. dragged him yeah dragged him and he hit his leg on a pipe or something right. and that's how his his leg wound up with the bone poking through yeah in the shin yeah compound fracture probably yeah <laughs> it was that was like that was moderately brutal that looking. was an awesome moment yeah. god when he sets his own compound fracture oh, <laughs> oh my god like that was that was truly grisly like yeah. that the, the room was oh yeah <laughs> the, the 15 of us seeing the movie yeah. at that time were really all just like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> he would have, he would have bled out. Yeah. He w- oh yeah. But Especially underwater submerged like that. Like, yes. Yeah. So that, and then when and she he- was very mobile for sustaining an, early knee injury she was crawling knee injury the muscle is shredded from alligator yeah. teeth yeah like they're yeah. they're they're bionic and which that's was fine. entirely her own fucking doing because she decided <laughs> that the best place to make a phone call <laughs> was in the middle of the crawl space not like take your phone literally. go back to safety literally she was like okay alligators can they don't have good eyesight on land they still have good hearing i know what i'll do <laughs> 911 right here. 
Like I came from safety. I shan't go back. No, no I no. laughed out loud in the theater when she did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I could not hold myself back. There's like six people seeing yeah. the, the movie and it's not an environment to laugh in. And I like it. It, I was like, oh. what? <laughs> yeah, no, I was yeah, not Amanda behaving def- myself yeah, during that. I, I might have actually at that moment said, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I felt really bad for you because you were stuck with me and I was talking back to the screen. The well, whole the, the, the funniest part about like a, a situation like that, like watching a movie with you, is that your your laughter when it is hard can sound like sobbing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's like, I, I wonder what mixed message people are getting right now. It could sound like a very choked up cry. <laughs> Just listen right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's <laughs> in the middle of crawl. Stop. It really does. Yeah, no, I, I realized this on election night in 2016 when she started to cry heavily. And I was like, is Amanda laughing out of stress? And I was like, oh, no, that's sobbing. Yeah. Amanda's having a breakdown. Yeah. I realized I, I didn't know it was the same. No, they, they do sound oh. very like, and I start crying if I laugh too hard. Yeah, really, you could isolate this audio and people wouldn't be able to tell what she's. No, they would think I was a terrible person. <laughs> That I'd really taken a dark turn in this podcast. <laughs> that Amanda was having her own father-daughter issues, <laughs> breaking down crawl. Trigger warning. Oh, God. Processing. Okay. Yeah. No, my dad would absolutely be the first person out of... If there were, like, Your even, parents seem very sensible. Like, well, okay, so my parents would be the people at the uh, aqueduct immediately like looking at the volcano at the lava. Okay, yeah. They would be the They're first the Los people Angelinos there. Yeah, watching the lava. They would the be lava. the first people there. Um, one of their first dates was apparently that um, it was during the winter and um, Benedict Canyon was flooding and I was like, do you want to go see it? <laughs> and mom was like, sure. And then they almost drowned his car. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's my parents but like mostly in that like, well, that could be cool kind of way. Yeah. They are also my but my dad is like by the rules mm-hmm. follow like if it had been an evacuation zone yeah. he would evacuate because that is the rule that is the rule you okay. follow the rules so yeah but um but yeah so so going back to to Barry Pepper's injuries and her injury and Haley's injuries yeah um, that was a that was a stretch of the imagination yeah and it factors into I think uh, the crucial question of believability which is can Haley injured or in peak form oh my god out swim multiple let alone one multiple alligators in open water yeah no no way and she didn't even win her race that morning yeah that was good that's what i was gonna say that when you, <laughs> when you brought that up as a point my first thought was like she was in second like, yeah she maybe the other girl one. could yeah but i mean adrenaline like even say like as we we discussed before this like some some data points i think that we've come up with reasonably accurate uh i i have i was researching that uh, sh- uh alligator can get up to 20 miles an hour at full speed uh swimming and michael phelps the michael phelps has been max clocked at 8.8 miles an hour so even making her michael phelps and giving her the power of adrenaline let's put her at 12 miles an hour which is fucking impossible right it's it she she would need such a she would need a three-quarter length head start three-quarters of the distance head start on the gators but you know, but was Michael she, Phelps an apex predator? An apex predator, baby, She's all a- day, <laughs> like Kaya Scodelario. Apex predator. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I love, I that love when, how they set up that when line. you when when her dad turned when her dad turned her and was like swim. Yeah, <laughs> and you turn to me and you're like. She's gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> we 
been set up too effectively. Yeah, at that point. you were so excited for her to oh. get into that boat and then say apex predator baby yeah apex predator all day baby you you were so delighted at she that moment that. she really did and it like and the fact that they like that set piece lasted kind of a while considering yeah all of their efforts were immediately wiped away when the levee broke as soon as she got in the boat that was what was like i was almost surprised and impressed by how many new obstacles they kept creating <laughs> <laughs> because the fact that it's like okay fine cool they get out of it they finally get out of there they're gonna for some reason decide that the best place that they should go is into a boat in open water during a category five hurricane. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's do that. I think that maybe um, going up to elevation in their house might be safer, but who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not, I'm not an apex predator. I, yeah, um, I'm not. A, I can't, I can't take that credit. And then when they're like, okay, we just got to keep moving. Cause the wind is going to distract the alligators yeah. from the splashing. And then they hit the eye of the hurricane immediately. I, that moment, any was, eye of an, any eye of the hurricane sequence in yeah. a, in a hurricane based disaster movie. I live for that. Yeah. I, that is the, coolest goddamn looking thing when you see people looking up at the wall of a meteorological event like that yeah i mean i I, it is never never not extremely impressive to me it's incredibly cool it's so awesome it's also was that moment where i was like oh my god really guys (laughs) but i I loved it i Mm -hmm. love that they just kept finding these new like that that was what happened right at that moment and it was like, there's no way, but also that's perfect. And I and I enjoyed too that, like with the believability, like yeah, they they would have bled out and been utterly hobbled. But I liked that the I liked that our protagonists were like genuinely under threat the entire time. It wasn't like oh they're never going to get bit. Yeah. You didn't think you were very. The notion was dispelled immediately that these people might get out unscathed mysteriously. Yeah. No, they get worked the hell over. Oh my god. Okay, and, she gets and, bitten. Okay, she takes so. Let's just do like a quick summary. Okay. He's, oh, he's got shoulder bite. Yeah. Leg. Leg cracked. Mm-hmm. Um, Eventually he, loses the arm. He loses his arm. Yep. Are we missing anything? On him? I don't think so. Okay. On her, she interacts, I think, three times. She gets bitten three times. Yeah. She gets... First is the knee, knee. leg area. Then she gets... Then separately an arm, right? Full, yeah. Full arm because... the because That's right. Thank full God, arm. The alligator... She shoots her and she empties a full clip into its alligator torso brain and that's right into the brain like take the whole empties it yeah and 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 so that that sustains an arm injury yes that's like upper bicep let's say and then my favorite which we i was really i was like almost disappointed it wasn't gonna happen that we weren't gonna see like the great alligator move of the underwater roll yeah of like disorient and drown your prey but they saved it for like the finale attack oh so perfect where it gets kaya gets Haley by the shoulder and spins and spins and spins yeah until she's able to you know devise her until she until she can lodge a uh a fire uh, not firecracker a A flare flare into its eye yeah which as we've learned is apparently not sufficient because her dad has to stab the thing multiple times with a a shovel in order to kill it which yeah eventually splits the skull what surprised me was how absolutely like i didn't think that alligators are that durable but now I'm questioning. Uh, yeah, I full want clip. Uh, yeah, full clip yeah, of the gun, and full. also like multiple into the cavity of yeah. like yeah. into its soft <laughs> tissue. Like yeah. not even shooting its shooting at its like hard, yeah, uh, outer toughened uh, skin. And, and normally, when you attack an animal, that is when they retreat because animals tend to have uh, you know survival instincts. Um, but these alligators 
Premedi- premeditation. Yeah, they were they, right. This, this is, is the, the, this they is, are willing to die for their cause. Yeah, this is like this is this is just crashing the plane into yeah. the boat. Like once you realize the that your fight is lost. Yeah, no, they're they're just they're going full on like this is we'll die for our cause. Yeah, <laughs> overthrow the humans. Yeah, take a clip in the mouth and keep going. Start like, that with, was amazing. start with Florida. Yeah, and then, you know what? If you're going to start somewhere, start with Florida. <laughs> Work your way inland. Uh, but yeah, that so okay. So she. Multiple arm injuries and a leg injury. Yeah. Um, that shoulder should be dislocated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hanging limply should at be, her side. Should be dislocated. Wasn't, but should be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we've got really... And he also probably... God knows what's in that water. Oh, yeah. So, both of them probably are on very strong rounds of antibacterial, like, yeah. antibiotics. Yeah. Um, this is why... And I was saying to you, I need the sequel to this movie because, like, I need to know that they're okay. No, they are because not, this is Jordan. actually a tragedy. They are not okay. Like, they're... He's he's a hard labor worker with down an arm. Yeah. She enters the movie worried that if she doesn't, you know, win her next, like, time trial, she's going to lose her scholarship. Well, she's at the very least going to be rehabbing, mm-hmm. if not fully done with swimming, rehabbing a knee and shoulder injuries for however long. And she's going to have really bad PTSD about getting in the water. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's one yeah. thing if it's like, oh, she's a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. But no, no, she then has to continue to get into the water yeah. and not see alligators swimming at her. Yeah, And these would be for like, because... L- l- the fact that they're getting swung around by the yeah. teeth of these of Ooh. these uh, uh, gators pretty often, like that means there's going to be some tears, yeah. some ligaments, yeah, some, like, the muscles apart. ripped, the t- ligaments are torn. Like I said, that's shoulders. a career-ending t- injury yeah. for most athletes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's you know, and someone, you know he someone doesn't have good MCL health insurance. ACL. Oh yeah. He's he's a business owner. Like he's a small business yeah. owner, so yeah, his insurance probably shit. Yeah, yeah. no, these are your there. These are all career-ending injuries on their own, and she's sustaining three of them. Yeah, so yeah. thank God he apparently has been sinking money into this house for years. Yeah, and all the repairs that that it. house needs. I mean, I guess well, I, I, the my hope now insurance. is that they would have. If they're Floridians, they have they are buffered against these exact disasters. So I'm hoping Hopefully. the insurance will keep these people afloat. God. And that they move to like where was her sister? New Hampshire or Massachusetts? Like Boston or Boston, something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the sister had very had very heavy waspy vibes. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> hopefully they just moved to. Hopefully they just moved to the Northeast. So the sequel will involve like. A blizzard yeah. and then wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yeah. I am a hundred. So it, there was crawl and then there's run. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. No, I'm pumped. Yeah. What was, but the, the downside of that is that you can't film that in um, Belgrade, Serbia. Right. Mm. Yes. Share the Belgrade, Serbia fun fact. Okay. Here. So this is my favorite thing. Um, is, so I, I had to look at it. So when we were watching the movie and we we're like, that's a lot of like really interesting surnames. So then I decided to right. look. Yeah. For, for the film, for the production crew. Yeah. For the production crew. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is, this is a really, a this lot had of like to have been shot. Yeah. Kind of, kind of names. <laughs> so we were like, this has to have been shot somewhere else. Where was this shot? And was, and I was like, what is their familiarity with alligators? <laughs> um, because like that is a very, it is a very much, um, feels like a Florida movie. Yeah. And how do you explain that to your crew when you have a crew that has not experienced Florida man? Yeah. <laughs> but then I Googled whether or not there were like alligators in Serbia. Mm-hmm. Filmed and it's filmed in Belgrade, Serbia, I believe. Yeah. There is one very famous, the most famous or not the most famous, but for me, the most famous. I'm calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Muja, who is the oldest living, <laughs> oldest living alligator in the world. Muja, how, old is, how old is Muja? Muja's at least 80 years old. Muja arrived as an adult in 1936 <laughs> from Germany. God. Yeah. 
just going off of Muja's Wikipedia page. Here's what Muja has lived through. Yeah. He survived World War II, during which the zoo was almost completely destroyed. And he survived the NATO bombing of Yugoslavia in 1999. He has made it through, like, the Balkan Wars. Are we sure that Muja is... The dissolution of Yugoslavia... In 2012, he has seen entire countries rise and fall. In 2012, he underwent a successful surgery to amputate only some of his leg after he was diagnosed (laughs) with gangrene. Um, I think that what really we need to look at here is whether or not Muja isn't like at the center of all of this alligator conspiracy. Like Muja's Muja's seen all of this. The mastermind. Yeah, I think Muja's behind the whole thing. So much. Muja sense. knows how awful humanity can yeah. be. Yeah, Muja's seen right. it. Muja has seen the worst of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's ready for he's ready to reclaim the land. Muja, yeah, Muja's ready to go. He's lost <laughs> part of, but not all of his leg from gangrene. Um, but my favorite thing is that he he was. I was reading it, and at first I thought that he had died, and then I realized that no, no, no. He just became the world's oldest living alligator, American alligator <laughs> in captivity, when another one died at the Riga Zoo in Latvia in two thousand seven. <laughs> Muja has kept on going 12 years after his oldest living foe had died. I, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not fully convinced Muja can die. Oh my God. I mean, Muja, as long as Muja's alive, um, (laughs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg still lives. (laughs) Muja is her Dorian grape. Protect Muja at all costs (laughs) is what we now know. So if you guys were wondering about how often alligators are supposed to eat, by the way, Mm. he is fed five to six kilograms of meat once a week. They're eating whole people. That's the thing. That's what I was like. Yeah, they're eating whole people in this movie. And they don't need to keep like the alligators in that movie. This is sport killing. Yeah, that's my point. The alligators in the crawl space, they don't need to go after both of them. Yeah. The alligators don't need to eat. is is fine. It would like suit a pod yeah for like a week probably yeah they just keep on digesting it the the three people robbing the liquor store across <laughs> yeah. the street alligators don't need to kill all of them <laughs> no nope and yet they do <laughs> these are vigilantes these are some vigilante alligators <laughs> vigilante gators um, so does does that run us to the end of our reality index uh, well yeah i think that i think that kind of caps it out now that we've had the cold hard facts of muja yeah <laughs> of cold hard muja cold hard muja <laughs> So, Stone so, face then what, so now we move into our segment of what is this movie really about? And I think you've got some great feedback oh, on this, Amanda. You know, it is it is really about it's a movie about family. Yeah. yeah. And it is a movie about your childhood mm-hmm. and her childhood uh-huh. and everyone's childhood. <laughs> yeah. All of us. All of us. Yeah. Haley um, is all of us. Haley is all of us. Haley is it's about like not just the dynamics of your family and like the father-daughter fighting, which keeps happening. Like, they're bleeding out, and then her dad being like, so how's swimming? Yeah, super believable. Oh, my God. Absolutely true. Yeah. Not, not, never a bad time to be like, you're not living up to your potential. A (laughs) hundred percent. Never. There would, I mean, like, we would, I could completely believe. It's my life, Dad. Yeah, I could completely believe that that would happen. Like, you would be trapped in a car filling with water, and your parents (laughs) would be like, my parents would be like, so have you written anything lately? And I'd be like, guys, not right. No. I don't want to talk about can it. Can we problem solve? Yeah. No, it's. Yeah, it's, we can. You're light. <laughs> so yeah. it's absolutely like it is that that is the, like a surface level one. That's yeah. like the obvious. Yeah. This is about yeah. the father daughter dynamics. But again, the passive aggressive fighting that happens with the sister is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. 
it's really it's not necessary. <laughs> no. Like the sister character is not necessary. Like no. she, Haley could just she easily could just be worried about her dad. Yeah, be like, I haven't dad, dad. This is the fifteenth time I've tried calling you. Where yeah. are you? There's a hurricane. Yeah. But instead, you have to have the goading of the sister yeah. who has removed herself completely from the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who has no right? No. <laughs> like, oh, are you concerned? Maybe you shouldn't have moved to Boston yeah. and just be FaceTiming. Like, maybe call if, the police and tell them to go check on your father. Yeah, yeah. If this were like Jurassic World, the sister mm-hmm. would probably somehow end up getting eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, she oh, would absolutely. somehow end up on East uh, on on the Isla. Yeah, uh, and and get eaten by a dinosaur. Just yeah. destroyed. Just yeah. to yeah. teach like, her a lesson. One of these gators should have eaten the sister yeah. somehow. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. The, the the movie's great error is that she didn't somehow end up back in <laughs> back in Florida in time. Yeah. yeah. No, you're that's a, that's a very good call. <laughs> well, and as we we discussed uh recently about this movie too, like, you know, that dad that dad puts himself in peril to go work on his oh, yeah. life as as you so the, aptly yes. said to me. I mean, like the thing is is that like it's not like the deeper level of course being that the house the like the whole movie is a metaphor for his marriage and life. Yeah. Like, and that I need to go, go work, work on, on the metaphor yeah. and the hurricane. Like as he doesn't, you put it to it's me. not like he's living in a house that he currently lives in. No, no. she finds him in the basement, in the foundation <laughs> yeah. of the home that represented the dirty his marriage, shitty foundation. Yeah. That re- the decaying foundation that needs repair <laughs> yeah. that he can't let go of, of this. That, that is the, the resembles that represents his marriage. Yeah. Yes. And then he can't escape it. Yes. Like, come on, guys. Yep. No, nope, yeah. you're absolutely right. No, the house, the house is the metaphor. The metaphor is the house. And where and where is where is Haley's final confrontation take place? It takes place in her childhood bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Like the fi- the moment when she truly almost dies. Yep. When the climax of the movie occurs as her childhood bedroom is destroyed, destroyed completely, and and taken over by a a modern day monster. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also, like, I do want to say, like, going back to the crawl space <laughs> on an even deeper level, um, <laughs> the alligators in this mm-hmm. are her parents. There are two primary alligators. There are two primary the alligators space. in the yep. crawl space, um, and they represent her parents, and they represent the failure of the marriage, yeah. and her own part in it, and the failure of of the home to be a safe space yes. and to protect her, yeah. Because, like, think about it. there's two alligators. Mm-hmm. So there's the first one, which, by the way, we never really complimented how great of a jump scare that first alligator is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, when that happens, when that alligator bursts out, and you and I just both started laughing yeah, about how good it was. awesome. Because it's like, oh, there's no setup. But it's like, the whole movie is set up. The, yeah. mo- the movie is the setup. Yeah. And it just made so much sense. It was just such a great, it was such a great and unexpected, and it, it was a perfect, you normally anticipate when that first jump scare is going to happen. Yeah. And that one, man. That was awesome. That was out great. Yeah. It was so good. So, yeah, there's two alligators in the crawl space and they are of course protecting the nest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. Asha. Which like I was, I was bummed that we didn't get to see more baby crocodile. That and alligators. was a real bummer. I wanted little baby a, be- a great part of any Jurassic movie as you the point. Tiny like, ba- the tiny baby, the tiny alligator. When you see tiny, yeah. tiny creatures running around yeah. the landscape. Like I would I wanted the, the little, little like, like yeah. with its little funny like little teeth but then they also all eat you yeah, yeah. like I want like like you know in um, Lost World when you have the little small tiny yeah. raptors and they all start eating they yeah. eat the guy and I was like I want I want her to be like kicking baby alligators off of her legs yeah if there had been it, a guy who died with like 40 baby alligators oh, on yeah. him that would have been 
fucking cool. Oh, that would have been great. It had all the setup. Like when she runs yeah, out of the clip and stuff, mm-hmm. it had all the setup for that baby alligator to yeah. start causing whenever a problem. Something, whenever someone picks up a shell of something yeah. in a movie. Yeah. I expect there to be a lot of them and they yeah. cause a problem. That, yeah. the, the What came from the shell by law yeah. then must attack. It's a Chekhov's baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Chekhov's, Chekhov's baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I wanted her to like throw the egg at the alligator. I thought that would have also been really good if she hadn't. If she had the one that she just filled with like sixteen bullets. Or no 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 like that would have been her first weapon. Oh okay. Like that she would have just been like <laughs> chucking eggs at the alligator. But it, with these alligators, whereas normally they'd be like uh, these alligators would just probably be like that just makes me angrier yeah, and yeah. then attack. But um but yeah no this the alligators are her parents yeah. and the fact that both she. And her father have to kill alligators. Yeah. Is, I think, really deeply, um, deeply resonant. Yeah. But it's also important to remember that there's one more <laughs> valuable lesson we can learn from this, and that's alligators are anti-cop. <laughs> yes. Yes. The alligators. They're, 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 the, they're the vigilantes yeah. that, are, that are taking down a corrupt a corrupt system. A corrupt yeah. system. Yeah. No. They they went full on. They go full on like the, they the law the, can't stop they us. They had like the most fun with that one <laughs> cop out in the water. Oh my god. The throw and the the, the throw spin catch death was yeah. really cool. That was a stunt, honestly. That, like that yeah. was just them flexing <laughs> yeah, on, that, on yeah. the other humans Weird watching. Weird flex, but okay, <laughs> yeah. gators. <laughs> like, Alright. So our so our moral of the story is uh the this is this was uh, a movie about family. It was a movie about family and uh, how uh, the depths of the childhood. Yep. yep. And kind of the death of it. And <laughs> death um, of it. And like you know the missions of of vigilante mm-hmm. gators, vigilante gators. Yeah. Um. Who probably have a better moral foundation than you know hum- humanity collectively at this point. If being <laughs> led by. Muja. Being led by Muja. Yeah. <laughs> From afar. A, I wish that there were an after credit scene where it just cut to Muja in the like, in the zoo. Gray like, excellent. And, yeah, looking like yeah. looking like like Werner Herzog in Jack Reacher. <laughs> just like I had to eat off my own hand. <laughs> like bite off your thumb and prove prove your worthiness to me like, yes yeah that muja definitely is voiced by Werner herzog i'm oh, just yeah. really glad we got we got around to referencing <laughs> Werner herzog in jack reacher specifically that's yeah like i, I picture like that cloudy eye oh, yeah. and mm. then i think too of that soundbite where he was um like on camera and he was like shot by a small round of fire <laughs> and he was like it's a superficial wound i am fine <laughs> it's like oh my god like the, like yeah like he's he endures <laughs> but then that brings us now to fantasy casting and and i will definitely start by saying uh, it was in the process of this conversation that like i i love the casting i love barry pepper yeah and i love um <clears throat> and i love caius godelario for this um because i want caius godelario to get a little more shine but i think I would have in a parallel universe where, because I've been talking and thinking about her a lot lately, given uh, once upon a time in Hollywood coming out, (laughs) if this had been Margaret Qualley, I would have been also (laughs) thrilled because Margaret Qualley, we stand. Sure. She was excellent. Novitiate. Keep an eye on that rising star. (laughs) Brunette, pretty capable of being a apex predator swimmer. So that's the, that's like the alternate universe uh, version of this movie that I, I also would have enjoyed, but I would be, I would happily have seen the cops as Ansel Elgort and Miles Teller. Oh my God. Mm. So I could see them both. Get eaten by alligators. Get eaten by alligators. That would have been deeply satisfying. Would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah. But that's, that's where it stops for me. Yeah. <laughs> so when you pose this one to me, um, 
I had to go back to, I was like, I'm going to take this back to 1997-ish. Right. Like, I want, I can't do... Retroactive I can't casting. Keep, I can't, I can't keep pace with, like, the, you know so many more kind mm-hmm. of, like, on the rise, quiet, low-level actors. And, and I, and I, rem- I remember their faces paired with their names. Yeah, and I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the problem. Yeah. Um, so I went back to 1997, right. and I wanted someone who had that same sort of, like, Florida dirtbag vibe. Yeah. And so uh, if we had caught him at just the right time, it would mm-hmm. probably have been 95, mm-hmm. Don Johnson. Yeah. Don yeah. Johnson. I can totally yeah. see that. He would have he would have probably insisted on being the one who saves the day on everything. Yes. <laughs> but, um, and then I would have liked to have seen Catherine Heigl. Oh, a baby Heigl. A baby Heigl. Justice for Catherine Heigl. Yeah. And uh, I, Baby Heigl in like 96, 97 would have taken this movie. One of the worst movies that I love mm-hmm. is Under Siege 2, okay. Dark Territory. What it, I, it's a yes. Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> it is one of, what a trash monster. Mm-hmm. It is one of Katherine Heigl's earliest screen credits. Okay. It's like around like, you know, the My Father the Hero era. Yeah. And she plays like the indignant teen. <laughs> Who's like with her uncle Casey, Casey Ryback is uh, Stephen Skull's character in this. And she, you know, starts out like angry because like I think her parents are divorcing. So there's a lot of teen angst there, but eventually comes around on a passenger train that is, you know, it is the thing about the passenger train is it's is it her parents' marriage? Is it's, (laughs) It's possibly her parents' marriage that is carrying a guy who is set to aim a government satellite that is capable of mass destruction at various things around the world and sure. he's blackmailing the government to like pay him so he does like or Won't he's gonna it. sell it to black market wasn't like, this a Fast and buyers. Furious movie <laughs> right like it, with a better budget this is Fast yeah. and Furious and um yeah and so she eventually has to come around in these circumstances while he's like trying to save her and the world and America and she goes from being like a bratty bitchy girl to like that's my uncle and, <laughs> and very proud of everything so uh, yes, what I'm saying yeah. is that era of Katherine Heigl, yeah. I can, com- you can completely, completely piece it. into this. Like starting out being like, oh, dad, why are you in the crawl space? Yeah. And then by the end, she's like, oh I don't care if I'm bleeding and dying. I'm like, an apex predator. I'm an apex predator, baby, all day. Yeah. 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 No, to hear 100%. Katherine Heigl's sake, apex predator all day, baby, want it. Yeah. So that would be my, like, if this took place in the early, like, to Mm -hmm. mid-90s. But then if I were going to then do the gender swap. Oh, right. Which, you know, I like a gender swap. Yeah. um, I would do uh, Joe Curie. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, do him as wonderful. Yeah. And his mother, who would be in the crawl space, Natasha Leone. Oh, because oh. what a, I mean, the idea, the just idea of, of her having had him, the idea is... of her having him, the idea of her saying alligators over <laughs> and over again. Is there a better thing in the world than the way that Natasha Leone says any word? Yeah. Like, like, I, it, like I imagine like Thursday, what a concept, but like <laughs> alligators, what a concept bleeding yeah, and splinting her own legs. I mean, I would, she's, like, been, that's she's thing. lived, yeah. she's lived. She could handle that shit. Like I a hundred percent buy would buy her as like kind of the dirt bag contractor under the crawl space. <laughs> um, I want to, I, she would probably have to deliver the line of like, come and get me. You son of a bitch. Like <laughs> she'd have to in her perfect Natasha. In her, voice. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like she tried to light a cigarette in the middle of a hurricane. It would be fantastic. <laughs> she would still have the dog sugar. Um, yeah. yeah, it would. And then like, 
saving sugar from the alligator, all of that would be fraught with danger. <laughs> I just, I love everything about this mental image of mm-hmm. her. And then, yeah, I just think that if you're going to have like, you have to contrast her with someone who has a little bit more of that, like not quite, he's a little bit more like, oh, what are we doing? Why, why are we doing this? And he's got that vibe to him. Like Joe's got that vibe of mm-hmm. like a little bit of a removed, yeah. a little bit of a, a little ironicness to him. So that would be my gender swap on that one. Okay, I like it. Um, and then I feel like we should probably bring up the news story that we saw from that, like I think that you sent me or I sent you about um, the crocodiles breeding near the radioactive plants. Oh, right. I think that, the nuclear yeah, that power plants. You found that. Yeah. The, so, like, just as a a warning for the future, there is the risk that this could occur because um, apparently hundreds of crocodiles have made their home in a network of canals in southern Florida. Oh. And. Their numbers have multiplied enough to elevate their federal status from endangered to threatened in 2007. Um, But yeah, they recently collected 73 crocodile hatchlings from canals near uh, Biscayne National Park. So (laughs) I think, like, granted, they're not, they're, they're crocodiles, not alligators, but that answers our question of like, how many alligators can you possibly have in an area? Well, well 73 hatchlings. <laughs> Crocodiles are more aggressive toward humans than alligators typically, so, so that's all no that, better of a sign. So all that needs to happen is that the alligators need to get the crocodiles on their side, and then yeah. we're oh, yeah. screwed. We're well, and, and recently, uh, Tennessee police uh, told citizens to stop flushing drugs down their toilet, oh, no. lest no. they create meth gators. <laughs> Which is the most Florida thing that's ever been said. <laughs> and oh my God. Like the, uh, uh, a new a new headline on uh, uh, a headline ever that was Tennessee Police Department says it was joking no, about people weren't. creating quote meth gators. <laughs> they were not joking. Flushing. They were not. That's were not that joking. is PR after the fact. Oh my God! That is the department meth-gator. saying you can't say meth gator. <laughs> <laughs> How long before the Sci-Fi Channel I was releases just an original a, movie just called Meth Gators? Yeah. yeah. Which is the ultimate like representation of humanity's own hubris coming together. Which yes. is like, the sequel. Yes. <laughs> like, meth gators. Yeah, like, yes. Oh my God. Yes. So we're, we are implementing a new, we are implementing a ranking system this week. Yes. That is how many out of five towering infernos <laughs> does this movie warrant? I gotta say, of... Just like I said, it's very satisfying to hear um, <laughs> Natasha Leone say certain words. You say certain words where you, the way the I vowels really get cherished, yeah, each I, vowel is like tended yeah. and cared for like a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big on emphasis. Oh my God. Can you just hit me with towering infernos one more time? Towering infernos. Yes. <laughs> so good. It's really, it's just, there's something very, I love it. Um, How many for crawl? Mm. Now is this this just purely quality of movie scale, right? Like this isn't a is this a specific? Is there any specific or no, no, just I overall? Think like, yeah, enjoyment? like in the disaster canon. Yeah, of, co- yeah, of course, yeah, of course, like, yeah. contextually, uh, of course. So I mean, the way like I said, I, I want to break it down for me numerically. So like four infernos would be like an eighty percent. Like eighty percent of this was satisfying and yeah. like perfect to me. And I would put it at four, maybe four and a half infernos. Okay, I put it like I put it at four for now. Um, I think that upon rewatches, uh-huh. it could endear itself to me further. Uh-huh. The only thing it was missing was it didn't have quite enough in the way of like fun dialogue that could get me. Okay, like the way that I with the way that with like volcano, which I would I would argue is five infernos. It's a pretty standard setting disaster yeah. movie. Yeah, but it's like it's standard setting disaster movie. But there is so much about it that is so enjoyable on rewatch and rewatch and mm-hmm. rewatch. Yeah. And I don't know. So are you saying that almost like it's almost too objectively good of a movie to have the maximum amount of infernos? Uh, 
no, I think it's it's not that it's objectively too good of a movie. It's just that there's something that's not quite there to take it into Five Infernos okay. for me. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think it's that it's not quite it's I, I I would have to it's a little too a little it's not talky enough mm-hmm. in the way that mm-hmm. makes it entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's too realistic, maybe okay. in terms of their interactions. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's where I want to get to. Not enough with that. of a movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little. It feels very like it does feel very realistic in many ways in terms of the way that they interact and yeah. all of that. Um, but the and then when they try to be snappy and when she tries to be snarky, it's not quite there for me in the in the way of snarkiness that I want. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going with four infernos, which is a very strong outing. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. And I, I'll go four and a half because okay. like five would be a lot. Five, yeah. like I, I couldn't say perfection. Um, but I like I I think I would do like there there could have been between the two of them a sense of fun an yeah. additional sense of fun would have been great. Um, it, it makes it a different kind of movie, not necessarily like an objectively better one, but like I, I feel like that for me for my personal level of satisfaction yeah. would it would have added that last um like really you know sink in with the visual when I say like four and a half towering infernos imagine four massive buildings engulfed in flames sure. with a, a fourth half engulfed in flames. Yeah. The heat, the, the roaring sound, four and a half of those towering infernos. Yes. For it's, only, it's so there's four that you have to escape from and one that you can just like, like, Oh, that's, that's a later problem. You, yeah. One, yeah. One, you can hope that you get above the fire line and you mm. are, yeah, you're you good know, to go. the, and the, you'll be rescued by helicopter. Yeah. And the helicopter will rescue you. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I, so I'm really bad at rating stuff. And I feel like going forward, I'm going to give a lot of movies for Infernos because <laughs> of just like how deeply I love them. Yeah. And it's good. I'll, like, I'll be as, a liberal ranker for sure. Yeah. I, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what movie would I give not like three to four to? Mm-hmm. And I can't think of many. I like like 2012 would be I mean, a I, low level of Infernos for me. Yeah. Honestly. Like that. I, like that's something where like I'm not half sure of it. That half of it. <laughs> half of it. Yes. Half of it. No. Like because the first half of it's so great. And then the second half of it becomes like not. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to that. Yeah, one. we'll get to that. We'll get to 2012. Um, so what do we have coming up for movies? What do you think? Um, what, what's the, what do we have on the docket? We got for Mega the Fault. Mega Fault. So Mega Fault. So we've covered now, um, a true big Hollywood blockbuster yep. with, with Volcano. Um, and like a disaster movie. Yeah. We've covered an animal horror, f- like an animal creature feature kind of yeah. movie with Crawl. And yeah, now with, we're going to go. With, like with, you know, you, you the the storm. Yeah. yeah. Throwing yeah. it. So it makes it it's a natural disaster. disaster movie that uses the creature as the yep. real yeah. emotional totally. through line. Yeah. It's just the backdrop. This but the, then, so there's like a third category to me of like disaster movies. And what we're going to do next is the made for, is the mm. made for TV yeah, we can just throw this together kind of movie. Yeah. The movie type disaster movie. Yeah, because it's not even like intentionally cheesy because I don't really I don't I, I'm not a fan of the ones where they're like yeah we know what we're doing right like a Sharknado yeah no this is gonna, yeah, this is much. this mm. is Mega Fault which is by the same company I think that did Sharknado oh okay but this is before they started doing ironic movies right okay and so this Mega Fault um, starring Brittany Murphy right. and Eric LaSalle mm-hmm. um, is, on released, the, is on the horizon it's on the horizon and that if you want to watch it um, not that you're going to be able to watch it because again we're releasing all these at once so but uh, after the fact. But after the fact, if you want to watch it, it is available on Tubi, which is a uh, free app. Um, so that is available there if you decide to watch it. Well, they that. can always, you know, if they want to, they can, they can you yeah, know, listen whenever they want. And, they yeah. can watch it first. But They've got it in their control. <laughs> you do have it in your control. But remember, it is more helpful if you listen True. to the first few episodes released all at once and then rate them all yeah. at once. Um, you can rate, at least download them to download listen later. Them. True. So rate, review, download, share on Twitter. Um, we are disaster underscore pod, mm-hmm. um, on Twitter. We are 
disastergirlspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you are? I am on Twitter at Jorcru, J-O-R-C-R-U. And I am at Amanda R. Tubbs, um, Tubbs with two Bs. And then we got Jason over here. I'm Jason Halftones. And we'll be back next with Megafault. Yes, thanks for tuning in, folks. That might be cool.com. You never know.